This is Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show on WFMU. And I guess I'm the host of Best Show Gems also. As I said earlier, Best Show Gems, it's a sliver, a slice, a sampling of what we do during the full three-hour extravaganza that is the best show on WFMU. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Or actually, if you're working out, lean up and get excited and get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. I'm very excited, actually. We have in the studio a guest. We have Seth Galifianakis. Let me make sure you're set up here. Test. Okay, yes. Test one. You're, uh, you're on. Oh, thanks, Thomas. Um, thanks for having me on the show. And Steph, um, um, I'm nervous. I've never done any radio show before. Do you take shout-outs? Do you do shout-outs and stuff like that? We don't usually do shout-outs, no, but we can. I mean, are there people you want to shout out to? Oh, well, I'm, I'm visiting um, my aunt in Sea Caucus, and um, I, was, I, I think she was going to listen in, and I was going to do a shout-out to her and stuff. Hey, hey, Aunt Susanna. Like, is that a good? Was that a shit? I mean, did that go over there? Yeah, right? that's on the air. That went out. So you play it, a lot of weird music. You ever play any music anybody knows about? Um, yes, we play some some stuff. People like, know. Do you know Smash Mouth? Yes, I do know them. You, I I don't generally play stuff like Smash Mouth. They're good. You they they do that song from Shrek. Uh, hey everybody, get down now. That's a good song. You should. That's my favorite group, Smash Mouth and Rascal Flats. Do you know Rascal Flats? Sure. It's like he's like uh Is that that guy who looked like Larry Bird? Is that kind of the guy I think I saw him on the Grammys and he I, Yeah, I think he does he does look a little bit like him, I guess, like a like a sl- like a slower version of Larry Bird, I guess. Yeah. 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 He actually looks like Larry Bird from 1985 though. Not even like Larry Bird in 2007. Do you have any new in, in excess? Like, the, you know, that, that TV show that was on, and they got a new guy because that other guy, like, had sex with a car or something like that? Autoerotic fixation? <laughs> yeah, no. We, I don't think we have the new in excess album. Oh. How about uh, Velvet Revolver? Um, That guy that does a lot of heroin and stuff? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, I'm not into that stuff, but that uh-huh. group is like, it's like a super group. It's like somebody from Guns N' Roses and somebody, I, I don't know all the, but they're a, good. It's, it's a few guys from Guns N' Roses and a guy from uh, from Stone Temple Pilots. They're good. So you, that is that the kind of stuff that, that you enjoy listening to, Seth? And corn. Yeah, that's, again, I don't. That's not my kind of mind. They're, they're kind of wild. Like they spell their name with a K, and mm-hmm. um, you know that that try to that kind of tells me like, hey, this is something different. And sometimes I try to listen to different music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they spelled with a K, it's like I want to give these guys a, a, a listen because you know they spe- they spelled it kind of weird and stuff. And um, I like Corn a lot, and I like uh, some of the newer stuff that the Oak Ridge Boys are doing. Mm-hmm. I I didn't know they were even doing newer stuff. Now they're no, they. I I just saw them at um, in in um, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and uh, they came out. Man, they did a lot of new stuff. Stuff I've never. I mean, they did like Elvira and, and a lot of that. But um, I mean, you might want to mix it up a little bit. It seems like a lot of your music's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Is that one guy still in the in the Oak Ridge Boys? There was that one guy who kind of had the Danny Clampett. Yeah, he had the big beard, and the other three were kind of clean cut. Yeah, and he was kind of like the Bowser of the Oak Ridge Boys. He's ba- from uh, Sha Na Na. You don't know what oh, that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was that show that was on like years ago and stuff. That guy would mm-hmm. flex his muscles and stuff. Yeah, it was like a greaser kind of, like a 50s show in the 70s. Oh, yeah. Um, Zach was telling me you were writing on a show called, uh, uh, you like produce a TV show, Monkey or? Yeah, yeah, I do work on a, a, tele- a television What's show. What's it called? It's called it's called Monk, and I kind of don't, I don't talk about it a whole lot on the <laughs> air because it kind of, uh. It's kind of like, you know, I just kind of keep that life, all, you know, separate. Well, he was just telling me, like, hey, you should go in and, and talk to this guy because he does TV stuff. I'm mm-hmm. trying to get into the TV business and stuff. And, okay. Like, and, um, like what, what would be, what would be the, the, like, what part of television are you looking to get into, Seth? Audio. Maybe like. You mean like engineering? Yeah. Audio engineering and stuff like that. Maybe. Um, you mean like I, like holding a set design? I like that a lot. Uh-huh. Also, like um, I mean, would you want to be catering? The guy? Well, okay, that's a little further away from. Well, I take anything at this uh-huh. point. I mean, I just think that the entertainment business is so exciting, mm-hmm. and like I, I'm just so enthralled by. I watch entertainment tonight a lot, and I watch Mary Hart, and I'm like, man, I'd love to be involved in that kind mm-hmm. of thing because everybody's so like cool and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it 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 does seem pretty cool when you watch like those uh, kind of entertainment magazine shows. I, I I know exactly what you're talking about. I um. I guess for people who who are are not familiar with you, you are. You live in in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and you're up here. What what brought you up to the to this area? Uh, my aunt in Sea Caucus um, mm-hmm. is um, she was giving her. I think it's an F-150 truck away to a breast cancer society. And I was like, hey, why are you giving that away? I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And so I drove my Fiero up here and um, hitching it up. I'm going to take the truck back to North Carolina. I, I mean, um, that's kind of why I drove up here with uh, my wife. Mm-hmm. So you, so you're, you came up because your aunt was going to give away a car to a char- a truck to a charity. Well, she was thinking about it. She okay. never promised anything, so... And they don't know about it, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. It's an '89. It's really nice. It's got AM/FM. It's got a CD player in it and everything. Okay. She says the air conditioner works on it. Power windows are working on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. It's got a window in the back of it and stuff like that. And it's got a truck liner. So I'm my Fiero I drove up here. It broke down like twice. And um, but uh, I'm gonna hitch it up to my Fiero, which is kind of crazy because it's so small and the truck's much bigger than the car it is mm-hmm. the, itself. So you're going to tow the truck back. You're going to hitch the truck to your car mm. and and tow this giant F-150 uh, on your uh, little Fiero. Yeah, I told the guys at U-Haul, I was like, listen, I don't know if I have a hitch big enough, but this is what I'm hitching. And they're like, all right, well, we'll set you up. And uh, sure enough, I think we're going to be able to latch it on tomorrow morning. Well, why don't you just drive the truck back and hook the car to the truck? Because the truck doesn't have a hitch. Oh, okay. Well, if you're, you can't just get. It's not easier to. I just pictured maybe putting a strain on your on your car. 
well, I, I put some back tires on it and stuff, some mm-hmm. snow tires, and some. I have chains in case that's a problem. Okay. And um, I don't know if you need chains in April, but I mean, you, I guess it's better to be prepared. Oh, I. Pr- something like I that. tell you what, um, Johnny. It, Johnny. Are you Johnny in the mor- the Johnny and Booger stash in the morning? No, my name's Tom. This is it's my name's Tom Sharpling. Well. Anyway, I'm pretty prepared for anything that goes. Um, so, and it's only like a eleven hour drive from here, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh huh. And what part of North Carolina are you? Are you from? It's a place called Wilkesboro, North Carolina. It's the oh. Foothill Mountains, right? Mm-hmm. The beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, you know, it's a it's a red state. Okay. Uh, um, I don't know. If I mean, you probably is that much of a problem for you? No, I mean I'm all for. Uh, you know, people of, of different mindsets, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you, you, I guess, are, are best known uh, by way of your brother. My brother is a stand-up comedian slash actor, and he is uh, he is. Um, people know him on the in, on the inner line and stuff like that. But I mm-hmm. don't think that. I mean, to to be honest with you, I'm, I don't I don't think anybody knows who he is. So, mm-hmm. um, but he he um, asked me to come in tonight because he he couldn't make it, and um, here I am. Well, uh, thank you for coming in. It's it's very exciting to have you here. I, I've seen you. Uh, you've made appearances on television, and it's, it's- I have. I've done the Jim uh, the Jimmy Kimmel show. That was crazy, and I've done like um, well, I've done that show like twice. And uh, I guess that's the only thing, and this is probably the third biggest thing I've done is your sh- is your show. Okay, well, that's that's exciting. So thank you for coming down. Did you have a good Easter? Um, I don't even remember anymore. That was a while ago, wasn't it? I'm kind of getting ready for Mother's Day now. Oh yeah, Mother's Day's coming. I, um, Easter was. We say down um, in North Carolina. Uh, Jesus has risen. Uh, Jesus has risen, but the uh, biscuits haven't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's like a like for the food you're going to eat that day. Yeah, that's what I was kept I kept telling everybody I was cooking for him. I was like, "Hey, Jesus is risen, but the biscuits haven't," mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I mean, it wasn't supposed to be a joke. You laughed at it, but it was. I mean, that was just. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't trying to offend with that. I just was. I thought it, it's kind of like a. It's playful. That's what I was laughing at. It's. I mean, you have to admit it is a playful. Well, Easter is, um, you know, it's a serious. Time. I mean, mm-hmm. this is your show, though. I don't want to. Well, no, no, I, I'm not trying to. I was in a cab dad. in New York City because I'm staying. Um, well, uh, Zach told me to go. To, I should. I visited the entire state building today, and then I went to. Um, and get, my cab driver's name was Foosball or something like that, like Foosball or Ping Pong or something. Uh-huh. It was. It was crazy. I was like, "How do you say your name?" And he's like Foosball. So he was, he was, he was like, uh, like a, uh, like an Arabic of Arabic. Yeah, thing? he had like one of them, um, like a beard, and like he had one of them fancy hats on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "You have an interesting name." And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I can't do his accent, but he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do have an interesting name.'" <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I, his name, it looked like foosball. It was like one extra L and an A at the end of foos, but it was like foosball or something. Okay. And, and how, so you went to the Empire State Building. I went to the Empire State Building, and I went, uh, I didn't go up to the top of it, mm-hmm. but I went inside, and that was fun. They have a, uh, there's a, 
uh, TGI Fridays on the ground floor. I was like, why am I going to go up there to look at the city? There's like a, a I mean, I don't drink a lot, but there's mm-hmm. margar- there was like a margarita thing, Margarita Tuesdays. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, like, I had a couple margaritas, and that was fun. That is fun. That actually... Now, you, did you feel at all any sort of curiosity about restaurants that you might not be able to get back home in North Carolina, about trying maybe different things while you're in New York? Zach said the same thing, and I was like, well, is there a Bojangles in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. And uh, I was like, well, I'm just curious to see what a Bojangles looks like, because I know there's one in uh, um, Dubai, the cab driver, Foosball was like, hey, there's a Bojangles in Dubai. And I'm like, you're kidding me. There's got to be one in New York. Mm-hmm. And um, But I just, you know, you see things in your hometown, and you're like, I want to see the same thing in New York and see mm-hmm. what, you know, what the difference is. Mm-hmm. But there's a Bojangles here. I met my my wife at uh, Bojangles in um, Spartanburg, South Carolina. And, uh, and so it kind of has this kind of certain meaning to me but there there was a really cool bojangles and uh there was a guy that was he looked like he was indian or something mm-hmm. working he had one of those um uh fancy shawls on or something and he was working at the back of a boat you don't see that you don't see that in north carolina i was like i took a picture of him okay so like, can i take a picture of you and he's like um, I guess, and I was like, I got to tell you something. You don't see a lot of people wearing what you're wearing at Bojangles mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Kind of somebody with, with like a different heritage, kind of like that. Like who who would you see at a uh, Bojangles down down in, in the well, Carolinas? Ricky. Well, Rick- no, not, not literally. Who would you see? Oh, like the type of person is it? Kind of like you, just a. Um, you'd, yeah, you'd see like people you know, people you go to church with, people that you know you might want to, you know, that you spend Christmas Eve with. Like I know a lot of people that work at Bojangles because my my wife still works there. So I mean, it's pretty. Um, is the word incestuous? I guess you're you're trying to say that the like everybody knows everybody. At the Bojangles? Yes, but there are a couple of cases of... Uh... Well, no, no, I didn't mean it like that at all, but... <laughs> um, okay, yeah, everybody's very familiar with each other. They all they all know each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you came up here. You got, you're going to get your uh, Ford F-150. Yeah, I'm getting my aunt's Ford 1F. F one fifty. Sorry, mm-hmm. those margaritas. You think they go away, but um, I tell you what, they they still kicking in a little bit. Um, so I'm I'm taking her her truck down my truck, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow morning down okay. to uh, North Carolina. I should let everybody know we have uh, Seth Galifianakis in studio. We're very excited to have him here. You may know him from his uh, exciting TV appearances, and and uh, but he's here. And oh, listen, this is another thing. I was at a restaurant last night with Zach, and we ordered. Have you ever heard of calamari? Yes. Uh, he was like, you like calamari? And I'm like, what's that? Mm-hmm. And uh, he ordered calamari. I was like, man, this is good. Mm-hmm. And um, Did he tell you what it was? Yeah, it's like a, it's like octopus. Yeah. And, and I was like, man, I can't believe I'm eating octopus. And he's like, yeah, it's good. And I'm like, yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a new, a new thing for you. I never even heard of it. That or yogurt? You never heard of yogurt? Mm-mm. 
Wow. I, I would have – Calamari, I, I might have seen maybe not making it down to certain places. But yo, I thought yogurt was kind of a, 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 an all-around thing. I'd never heard of it. I was like, mm-hmm. what's yogurt? And uh, he ordered that too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is good too. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean – it's interesting to have different foods and and to be in the city and it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You you see a lot of people walking around that don't look like each other and mm-hmm. I mean I, I I mean I'm I can't wait to get back. I'm 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 sick. I want to get back. Uh huh. But um, it's been fun. You're I, sick, meaning you you're fighting a little cold or something. Or? No, it just uh, this the city the New Jersey and New York and like um. Like Yankees in in general, I think mm. are like they're crazy, and like I'm like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> okay, so you kind of had your fill. Yeah, I'm ready to go back. I just mm. got here yesterday. I'm ready to leave. Wow, so it's that quick, huh? Mm-hmm. So kind of like a like 36 hours, maybe something like like here. Um, no, just a day and a half. Okay. Um, hey, the phone number is two zero one two zero nine. Nine three six eight. If you want, uh, have a question or a comment for Seth Galifianakis, who is in studio, uh, let's. Uh, we actually have a couple of people already on on the line waiting to. Uh, Zach said last time he was here, nobody called. I, I thought people called. Oh. He did, I thought it was pretty exciting. Let's see who's on now. Uh, at WFMU, you're on the air. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, I, I'm sorry for the noise. I don't know if you can hear this. Uh, I'm at Disneyland right now. I'm listening to you on my BlackBerry. You're at Disneyland. <laughs> I hear, hello? I, hello, I hear It's a Small World. Yes, I, I'm on, I hear the ride It's a Small World after all. It's almost over. So very soon. We're coming out of the tunnel now, and I should be able to hear you presently. Uh, I just wanted to say I've been listening to you both on my BlackBerry, and it's been uh, delightful. Just delightful to hear you two fellows conversing with each other um well thank you we're, we're having a lot of fun talking who is this oh my name is saul saul yes saul and, and you're calling from I, i'm assuming you're calling from california if you're in disneyland yeah. yeah yes exactly i'm visiting my brother who lives in los angeles and i took a side trip to the magic kingdom well that's exciting you are uh, very exciting i've never been here before it's delightful and, and where are you from saul I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love. Okay, so you made a trip out to the other side of the country to yeah, visit your brother. 3,000 miles, I'm told. Well, I'm sorry? Uh, I'm told it's 3,000 miles. That's, That's what the, uh, the screen on the, uh, the airplane said. Yeah, that is, it's, well, the screen on the airplane said it's 3,000 miles. You, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't say it out loud. It's written. Yes, it is. I, I never thought you couldn't read. I didn't mean to insult oh, I, you. I guess that didn't need to be said. I'm not yeah. accusing you of anything. Okay. Well, so, if you're so, not accusing me of anything. I, I'm not accusing you of anything. So you came out to uh, visit your brother. Yes. And who's, who, who is your brother, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, well, my brother's name is Paul. Uh, he's my twin brother. He lives in Los Angeles. He's in the entertainment industry, um, much like uh, Seth's brother, Zach, is, I suppose, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, hey, I, w- hey, what's your last name? Oh, Tompkins. Hey, is your brother Paul F. Tompkins that guy that's on uh, Best Week Ever that they make they talk about all that stuff that's going on in the entertainment business? That's exactly right. That's exactly who he is. Oh man, that stuff is so funny. You, your brother is so funny on that. Hey, is there a Bojangles at that Disneyland? 
Uh, I haven't found it yet, but I've eaten all manner of things so far. I had something called a what a kahuro. It's uh, apparently from the Latin countries or something. It's just basically cinnamon dough with some sugar on top. Uh-huh. That sounds good. Hey, I like how you guys cut into like um like Britney Spears and stuff and you're like how what do you come up with that stuff? Like and you just like talk who are you talking to? Oh, I I you'd have to ask my brother that. I'm not I'm not in the, well, who's not in the he, business myself. Who's he talking? Don't you ask him that stuff? I asked Zach what he like Zach was in Corky Romano with Jake Gyllenhaal, and I'm like, "Hey, what? What was that like? So, what was it like? What's it? What does your brother uh, Paul know? What it's like to like? I mean, do you ever ask him what it is like to to like make him, fun I of? I ask him some questions. I mean, a lot of the questions are of the uh, you know the the what makes you think you're so funny variety, if if you know what I mean. I guess it's you know common with with uh, brothers, a little sibling rivalry. But I, I, I think of the two of us, I'm. Uh, much funnier than he is. Saul, that's you know what? It's funny that you say that because everybody in my family, they're like, Seth, why aren't you? Why aren't you a stand-up comedian? Why don't you mm-hmm. do it? You're you you're sharp-minded. You you know mm-hmm. you know you know the world that's going on. And Zach's just a weirdo. He's just a drunk out there doing stuff. And why can't you do it? <laughs> so maybe yeah, you should. I'll, maybe I'll yeah. tell you. Yes, just from listening to you speak on this on this radio program, it seems like. You have a lot to say, and I think you'd probably be pretty wry. I, I would say, uh, yeah, yes, I would say there's a wry quality to Seth. Yeah, well, I'm glad you agree. Well, what do you do for a living, Saul? I work in the library industry. The library industry? Yes. You mean like a library? Yeah, well, yes, yes. Oh, or, do you, or, or do you build libraries? No, no, I'm a librarian. Oh, Okay. So you're familiar with the Dewey Decimal System? Oh, am I ever. Tell us about that. Well, it's, uh, it's just the most efficient uh, decimal system that you could ask for. And uh, that's why Dewey is a personal hero of mine. Um, I don't know why we haven't adopted his decimal system across the board for just about everything. I've been, I've been uh, circulating an online petition for years to try to get it to be uh, 10 eggs in a carton. Instead of twelve, yes, which it is currently. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Well, right. I mean, it, it, first of all, it's a shorter carton, so that's more room in the fridge. It's easier to carry home. It makes and, you know, sense. You, you just know how many eggs you have at all times. You, I can see how you are related to Paul. Why? Why do you say that? It's just Something that same. It sounds similar. Well, the voice sounds. Va- it just I can hear. I can hear traces of the voice. Mm-hmm. But um, just, it's just that kind of that same sense of humor. I don't know what you're saying. Like uh, that's I I would almost have thought that that would be a joke. You know, I could picture that being a joke either of the Tompkins could possibly do. You mean uh, well, if you're if you're saying that I say something very sincerely and then Paul makes fun of it, then you're absolutely right. And I guess you do have a little window into our world. Um, but I, I, I wasn't joking about that. I, I really am trying to get it uh, down to ten eggs in a cart. Oh, so this is you're actually this is not just a, a little flight of fancy for you. Well, it's not just a little flight of fancy in that it's not one of those at all. <laughs> okay, I, I, I mean, is there? Do you have? Do you have? Do you think there's something? Wrong with there only being ten eggs in a carton? Is there a downside to that? Well, it's not, it sounds like it might. I might think it's a little insurmountable. Well, I, I think you just have to believe that you can do it, and then 
you start there, and then uh, things sort of take care of themselves with hard work. Well, I, 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 it sounds like you've got your work cut out for you. Well, I'm up to the challenge. I mean, I, I believe in this, and I think that the rest of the country can get behind it, if not the world. I, it, it sounds very exciting. This, now, Seth, do you have any anything uh, that maybe you and, and Saul might have in co- any any questions? Being the like the sibling of of a performer. Um. Yeah. Does um. Does um. Does Paul make you like watch all his stuff when you're we, at a family reunion? And st- oh, I oh I wish he would wait for a family reunion. <laughs> he. He sends me the stuff, FedEx, uh, because I've, oh, I've run out of excuses as to why I can't see it live. Um, so he will make sure I get every tape, every DVD, whatever format. He sent me a p- 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 pod- podcast, are they called? Yes, podcast. Yes. That's I what this is. I don't have one of those MP3 players, so I, I just, I don't know what he's trying to do. But I, I just delete them immediately from my email account. Uh-huh. He's very insistent. He quizzes me. There's a lot of, you know, he throws in trick questions. You know, what did you think of my blue tie? Well, I thought it brought out your brown eyes. Well, I was wearing a yellow tie, <laughs> and my eyes are blue, which is a lie because he wears color contact. Yeah, he tricks you a little bit just to make sure you're on top of your toes. Yeah, does, does Zach do that as well? Um, he does a bit. I mean, he, he, what he does is he, he comes down to family reunions and stuff. We had a family reunion in Newark. Because we have a lot of family in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds nice. And um, Newark is very nice. And and uh, he's like, "Hey, let's drive around." And he kept driving around in Newark. And he's he would walk up to people. He parked his car, walk up to people, and ask how many blocks Times Square was. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. "That's I don't get it." I don't get that either. I actually don't get that either. Well, what he explained well, the three of us. Well, what? No, I get it because he explained it to me. Saul, mm-hmm. is yes. I think he was telling me that Newark and New York sound so much alike that he's trying to f with people. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and, so just on the basis of New York and Newark mm-hmm. sounding the same, Paul, this not one hundred percent paying attention. That's a joke. Saul, that is exactly my point. Like, I don't get it. Like, what? Why is that? It all like that's exactly what I'm trying to get at. Like I, he is embarrassing. I don't know what it is with these uh, showbiz types who feel that it's their duty to make fun of people who aren't in show business, as if we're just so much fodder for their uh, routines or skits. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell Paul, I'll talk to him all the time, and and I'll, I'll see that look in his eye when we're having a conversation, and I will say to him, No, do do not put this in a skit. Because I I will not stand for it, and I am entitled to my dignity. So, do you like any of like Paul's spoofs? I I like his I like there there have been some send ups that I've enjoyed. Um, I, I a few blurbs, but overall, I, I don't I don't like his spoofs or, or skits or, or routines mm-hmm. or uh, or acts. What what would like act. what would be more your your uh, cup of tea comedically, Saul? Oh my gosh! How about a good old-fashioned pun? I mean, that to me is is where it's at. You know, the, I think it's. I, I just love the fact that some words, um, you know, sound like other words, and you might mistake them for each other, uh, and not in the the New York Newark way. But uh, I'm talking that they sound exactly alike. 
you know, and so by the end of the joke, you don't know, uh, you, you, you end up at a different place than you think you started out at. Mm-hmm. Forgive my dangling participle or preposition or whatever it's called. Well, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Well, just in case you did, I was, I was ready with an apology. I barely noticed it. Well, thank you. You're a gentleman. Well, now, with, let me ask you this. With hey, you're, the, hey, you're, tra- hey, you're, train is about to take off. I was getting right. Saul, I was getting ready to say the same thing. It looks like your train's there. It's, I'm outside of Mickey's Toontown right now, which is fun because it's, it's just all the characters from, uh, you know, the, the, the great Mickey Mouse series. And all those characters are so funny. Mickey and Goofy and Pluto. They're just, they, they crack me up. They're just hilarious, aren't they? I, 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 I kind of like the Disney characters. But I mean, the cartoons are just so funny, and it's, I just think about all the the hours of laughter that Mickey and his friends have given us, and uh, it's so much fun to to see them walking around. Because when I see them, I think, "Oh, you made me laugh so much as a child and as an adult too." If I'm honest, like, what is there a particular cartoon that is kind of the the uh, the one that kills you the most? Oh boy, titles I'm not good with, but I, I think it was one with. Um, like Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, of course, is uh, is great, uh, and you can see that on a big screen here um, if you care to. Um, that's his most famous one. But of course, there's just ones where you know Mickey's doing things and people are trying to confound him, but then in the end he gets something done. No, he doesn't get something done, and he's kind of frustrated, which we can all relate to. Sure. I love that that Donald Duck. I, I wish he wasn't so formal. My full name. I, I, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I think we were losing you there for a second, Saul. Uh, oh, ne- ne- uh, next caller, right? <laughs> wow. That, you, you I don't actually, blame you. I you, don't blame you. you no, sound, no, no. I just like saying stuff like that. Next caller. You sound like an old hand now at this. Is it fun to be on the radio? It sounds like fun. Well, Saul, maybe if you're ever up in this area, well, actually, if you're from Philadelphia, maybe you could take uh, uh, the Amtrak up. One of these well, days, care. I'll take the I'll take the feel the train. Sometimes it's so fast, like an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome to come up and and uh, maybe give us some insight into the Tompkins family. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, Tom, is it? Yes, it is Tom. Tom, I thank you for your gracious invitation. Oh well, and you you enjoy Disneyland. Thank you. Yes, the parade is starting. I should go. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. It was a treat to talk to you, fellas. Thank you so much. For uh, giving me some of your radio time. <laughs> Have a good night, Saul. Hey, you too, Seth. Great to meet you over the airwaves. <laughs> we'll meet. Maybe we'll meet one day face to face. Oh, I hope so. I hope. Next so. caller. Pl- next caller, please. Uh, we we're moving on. That was kind of exciting, huh? Yeah, he was nice. You two probably have so much in common. If you were to just sit down, just kind of. Yeah, I don't want to say living in the, in the shadow of. Your your brother, but I mean they both of your brothers have a modicum of fame, and yeah, but you live a you live a a regular life. You're you're a, a football coach. I'm a high school football coach for the Flaming Arrows. Okay, and how how did the last season go? Well, last year we were two and eight. Okay, um, that was caused. Um, our our quarterback and our halfback got into a little bit of trouble. Um, I won't talk about that on air in case they're listening. Well, they're not, I'm sure they're not listening. But um, 
yeah, we're not. Uh, we didn't do as well as we thought we was going to do. But this year, and as motivation, um, my wife works at Macrame Hut, and in the off season, um, I have the boys uh, mm-hmm. macramaying uh, stool covers for like stool the stools in your home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, stool benches. Their sure. numbers, okay, uh, that my wife is helping them with with their numbers. Just to get uh, morale up, because last season we had such a bad season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but next year we're going to do uh, we're going to turn that two and eight to uh, seven and three. Well, that would be a, a pretty huge turnaround. Yeah. So making the numbers, macramaing the numbers helps the kids learn numbers. Um, Johnny, I'm not too sure because it's I have. I haven't, um, Tom. I haven't. I, this is the first time I came up with it. My mm-hmm. wife and I were at church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, listen, what about the boys macrame in their numbers mm-hmm. and putting it on uh, uh, as stool seat covers mm-hmm. just to get, you know, on the off season to get them going, to get them mm-hmm. thinking about uh, the fall. Okay. And uh, we'll see. I, I think that there's probably some, uh, um, hopefully it'll, there'll be a extended uh, pride that goes along with it sure i guess if you're if you put the time into macrame uh, well it's, it only takes eight weeks i mean it's not like it's not like it's going to be a well that, uh, that's a pretty substantial time it's two months it's not that big of a deal if you don't know what you're doing macrame it takes long it takes about eight weeks to do it mm-hmm. so by the time of the end of july or mid-july they'll be uh, about two weeks out from practice so okay and and then you you feel maybe the pump is primed at that point. Their their minds are on. That's that's my hope. That's my hope. They haven't mm-hmm. injured their uh, their fingers too much with the macrame, you know, and stuff, well, that, and like, and like uh, get carpal tunnel syndrome mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, that's something you might want to think about for the uh, for your quarterback. Maybe he he should go easy on the on the macrame. Perhaps. Well, you know what is funny about that? And I was thinking about this. His number is number four, so he doesn't have to do another number. Well, that's good. Yeah. So it's it's a single digit. Yep. FMU, you're on the air. Hey guys, how are you? This is Erica. Hey Erica, how are you tonight? I am fine. How are you? I'm okay. Do you have a question for Seth? I do. Uh, you guys are so different, you and Zach. I'm just wondering if maybe there was some kind of trauma in the womb or something that happened when you were younger where you guys kind of veered off personality-wise. You're so different. Um, well, I'll tell you this. Uh, the first 12 years of our life were exactly the same. Like a lot of twins, our mother dressed us the same. Uh, we were wearing, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus T-shirts, exactly matching each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tucked in khakis and that kind of thing. And, and now, Was that your parents doing that, or was it... Was it Zach being like, well, if Seth is going to wear it, I want to wear it, and, can, you know, if, same for you. It's well, like, it was my idea. Okay. Uh, a lot of it. Because after, like, five, my mom stopped. Okay. And I'm like, well, you know, hey, hey, Zach, maybe we should continue. This is a, our identity. Mm-hmm. And um, so up till, like, 12, we would wear our, you know, our, our, our same uh, things. Like, <laughs> we, uh, we would wear these, uh, I don't know if I can say this on the air, but we wore these crazy uh, Who Farted t-shirts mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to, like, events and stuff. And that, that's, you know, that was Zach's idea. Okay. That was his thing, but I agreed uh-huh. with it. Okay. And, um, but after that, Zach saw, he's, 
he saw the movie Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, there's other things in life, I guess. And he wanted to go out and venture the world and see other things. And then I was more content with, you know, hanging out with Mama, you know, and working the square dances. And Zach thought he was Ralph Macchio for about six years after that. Wow. And then he started dressing like Prince. Okay. So Karate Kid was the was the the turning point. That was the turning point and then and then he bought Sign of the Times, mm-hmm. that Prince record. Sure. And he he started watching Prince a lot and this was when he'd just gotten to college and he started dressing just like Prince. Wow, I, I never pictured him actually dressing like this Prince. This is stuff he won't tell you, but I'm okay. telling you he would dress like Prince. Back then, okay. Yeah. Now did Karate Kid not speak to you? As much did you did you both see it? You know, was it was it a thing where you're like, I'm staying like you were saying, I'm staying home and nope. We went to the movie theater together and we had just uh, snuck out of Yentl, okay, and went over to see uh, Karate Kid mm-hmm. and um, Zach. I I could tell a difference right after mm-hmm. right after it happened. Uh huh. Um, you know. He would he would he would quote the movie a lot, mm-hmm. and he would he always wore a bandana on his head, and he would look for a a pier to balance on like an old rundown pier. Okay, and uh, it just seemed fake. It just seemed like, hey man, wake up! That's a movie. This like, is okay. Like he had like there was a real affected quality to it. Absolutely, he was in. He had got an infection. But you were still you. I say, hey, wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, Seth and Zach, this is the Seth and Zach show. Mm-hmm. And then he started, you know, uh, doing a bunch of other stuff. Like, uh, he, you know, he and I used to like listen to Huey Lewis in the news mm-hmm. and like groove out to that and, you know, that kind of thing. And then he started listening to more like heavy stuff like the Spin Doctors. So that was like the that was kind of the that was kind of another one of the th- the things you just kind of well the speed doctors like with. hippies they're like you know like they're hippies mm-hmm. and uh, you know Huey was like talking about sports and stuff and I'm like a sports fanatic I love mm-hmm. sports I mean the name of that album is sports sure and um, next thing I know you know Zach's being a hippie mm-hmm. and then going through that stage and then mm-hmm. you know then he really got into uh, well, I invited him to this Miami Sound Machine concert because mm-hmm. he loved Miami Sound Machine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, Gloria's going to be in town. Okay. And he's like, no, I'm not interested in that. I, I could care less because mm-hmm. you know what he said? What's that? Morris Day is in town and the time. Wow. And that's That was one of those moments where we split, where, where it was like, all right, that's it. He's gone. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Now, was he wearing, when you say he dressed like Prince, was it he was wearing purple or he was wearing a lot of, like, long coats? And He was wearing long coats and, like, gold, a lot of the, like, gold uh, lapel stuff. Mm-hmm. and um, Like frilly Yeah, stuff. a lot of rings. Okay. And uh, he made friends with two girls who happened to be Wendy and Lisa. 
that sure the the two people who were they were the two girls who were in in the revolution yeah and then i was like hey they're not in the revolution those girls are just named wendy and lisa he's like Mm -hmm. back off seth Mm -hmm. back off this is my life and that's when he like that's what that was it i saw him walk away and that Mm -hmm. was it now was that hard for you yeah when you're a twin johnny when you're twin you get you get these kind of like there's a you you i think you share the same umbilical cord i mean obviously we didn't share after we were came out of my mama of course but you share this this thing in the womb and then you share it for years and years and then and then one of you walks away how would you how would you feel yeah i I can see that i can see that it's 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 going from something that's a true connection and you're wa- you're watching the, that connection kind of start to 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 fracture. Do you have a brother and sister? I have a sister and and three brothers. Are you close to any of them? No. Well, then I can't draw an example. Okay. I mean, I can I can I have empathy for a situation like that, though. But I will tell you what we did bond over that calamari last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain things that bring you back, uh-huh. like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, this is it. We are brother and brothers. Mm-hmm. We are twin brothers. We mm-hmm. both like calamari. Mm-hmm. We both like the Fujis. Mm-hmm. The Fujis is also another kind of common ground. Zach likes the Fujis. I like the Fujis. Okay. Well, that's it's important to have those, those things to know what those things are. You're not the same person. You're both two very different people at this point, but you still have those touchstones that you can you can always you can always bond. I think over. my dream was is to go to those twin conventions mm-hmm. where you see people like that look alike, and of course okay. they they are brother brothers or brother and sister or sisters. Mm-hmm. And you know that was my dream is to to do that mm-hmm. as a as a kid, and then and then Zach just walked away. Before you could get old enough to where it would be impressive, I will. What? Well, if you th- like, it, it's if your kids, you see plenty of of twins wearing the same outfits because the parents are running the show. But when you're adults, it's kind of like you made the choice as adults. It's like, hey, let's keep this thing going full on for the rest of our lives, and that's when. Things get when it gets a little more rarer. It, it, it may so be, but that's the reason my wife and I dress exactly the same. Is we wear mm-hmm. our state fair t shirts. Mm-hmm. Our 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 we have a we have a chihuahua that uh, <laughs> I said chihuahua. We have a chow mm-hmm. named Funyuns that uh, we have a, a picture of uh, Funyuns on our t shirts, and mm-hmm. we will, you know sometimes we'll go to like a, a a church picnic like that and. I think she's almost substituted for Zach. That void in my life mm-hmm. of dressing like, hoping hoping that Zach would be that person for me. Sure. But now it's my wife. Well, as long as the the void is being filled in in some capacity. You know, what I wanted to ask. Can you describe Seth? Like, what is a? It's like a like a day in the life. Of late, or just in general. Because we've been celebrating, I'm Greek Orthodox like mm-hmm. Zach is, and we've been celebrating 40 days of, uh, of, uh, like I said, uh, the biscuits. Okay. Jesus is risen, but the biscuits, sure. biscuits haven't. Sure. Um, well, but, o- outside of out of this stretch right here. Well, I get up, I jog, 
I do about two miles of jogging. Mm-hmm. Um, I wash my car every day. Um, and uh, I wash my car in the morning right after I'm done jogging because I don't want to get the soap. I don't want to shower after I jog and then go wash my car. And then the soap from the, from the car wash gets on me and they got to shower again. So I, yeah. I wash my car every day. Um, I listen to a lot of... Uh, well, well, I teach. You know that I'm a sure. driver, driver's ed, and also uh, football coach. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Coach Gross, uh, Jim Gross, is my assistant coach. Uh, we do a, we watch a lot of uh, films on other teams, North Iredale High School, Watauga High School. So we watch a lot of films during the day. But school's almost over, so I'm I'm thinking about summer and what I'm going to do with the summertime. Yeah. Um, and uh, my nephew and I are getting ready to build a go kart. And uh, we're going to uh, Detroit, Michigan. There's a little Detroit, Michigan. Uh, f- f- well, that's called a fun run. I don't. Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. So we go to Detroit, Michigan. Uh, and there's a go kart thing going on, and uh, so I'm I'm building go karts right now, or getting ready to to build those. I watch a lot of the uh, the view mm-hmm. in the in the mornings. Okay, you like you're a fan of the view. Mm, I don't like a. That that large lady, but I like uh, Becky Hasselback. I think is her name. Sure, yeah, you're you're kind of a fan of her. Yeah, she she's a defender of uh, the president, which I think is. Uh, I mean, enough is enough. Is is the way I see it. Like, I mean, <laughs> things aren't going so well. I'll be the first to admit it, but lay off the guy. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a decent man, and his his mother Barbara is one of the most decent of human beings. Mm-hmm. And I have a, like I said, I have a blog, and um, I rollerblade a lot. Okay, I'm always rollerblading. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at at night, my Sheila and I we we go to Captain's Table, which is a really amazing restaurant, in Wilkesboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. or we go to um, Hardee's. <laughs> and Hardee's, my wife is a bit big. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, she's like tall. I don't mean she's she's taller than I am. And, okay, and. Uh, Every night we go, well, every Tuesday, Thursday, and, and Saturday, and Sunday nights we go to, to Hardee's, and they have this thing called monst- the Monster Biscuit. Okay. But it's only for breakfast. Okay. But every night she's like, hey, do you, through the drive-thru, she's like, hey, do you have that, any Monster Biscuits left? I'm mm-hmm. like, Sheila, come on, they don't got no Monster. It's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's kind of this ru- running gag or spoof uh-huh. that she does. That you go to the, the place nine hours after they stopped serving breakfast but i I think she really does want the i mean you never know i mean sometimes i was thinking the other day hey there's no way that everybody that they run out of monster but they might have a monster biscuit in the back they don't they haven't used Mm -hmm. so she has kind of a good point well i guess it's a matter there might be an element of maybe of of you maybe that could be arranged You, you know let them know in the morning it's like we might swing by tonight at at eight o'clock can you hold a monster biscuit under the heat lamp until we get there? That's a great idea. Are you wireless in here? No. Oh, we don't. We don't have any internet at this radio station. Oh, an emailer. That's a good idea. What would be like a like a like a like a uh, a goal of yours that maybe nobody knows about? Me personally, outside of like football and family. Yeah. Like, is there a secret desire? I mean, you mentioned your your your. Uh, You'd like to be a part of the entertainment industry, but is there, is there is what what would be if you could if you could uh, like uh, like a, if a genie would grant a wish? 
What what would the wish be? Well, one of them off the top of my head, and this isn't my number one goal, but one of them is to own a collection of Puma cleats from every year since they started making Puma cleats. Okay. Um, my next one is I wouldn't mind being a beekeeper. All right. You mean like with the the are the cages or are they? I don't even know what the what those are called. I don't either. Okay. I'm, just, I'm just telling you what. Okay. I haven't explored it yet. Okay. Um, I also, I make my own kites. Okay. So I, I, I make a lot of kites. The boys come over to the house. Mm-hmm. We fly a lot of kites together. Um, I, I'm kind of a aerodynamic, um, uh, aeroengineering type of guy. Like I love flying and I love kites and mm-hmm. um i like to be in kite competition okay i mean is that i've seen kite fighting where people try to crash their kites into each other you try to knock the other guys kite, cut the other guy's string my one of my dreams is to tickle the the jet engine of an american airlines flight with one of my kites just to get it high enough mm-hmm. like you're on you're in seat 23b you're at the you're at the the window seat. Okay. And you're at cruising altitude. You're at twenty. You're at thirty three thousand feet. Mm-hmm. And you look to your side and you're like, my God, there's a kite that high up, and it's still on its string. Wow, that but, would be. But it's important that twenty three B is behind the wing because you don't want the kite string to hit that wing, because a it's bad for the kite, and number two. You know, you're not going to be able to enjoy the kite as long as you wanted to, because the 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 wing will take that away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you also don't want the kite going into the engine or anything. I like also that. would love to learn Spanish to see what all those Spanish people are talking about, see if they're talking about me. Mm-hmm. Do you think they you think they are talking about you? Well, you think? I mean, you go into like a store and stuff, like a Hardee's or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're all speaking Spanish, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait a minute. I don't hear anybody saying stuff that I just ordered. Mm-hmm. They're probably saying, so I'd love to learn Spanish for that reason. And would you not tell anyone that you knew Spanish? Would you not let on? No. No, so that's the whole secret. It'd be like a real stealth thing. But, I mean, you could drop it on people all of a sudden as like a, be like the, like dropping the A-bomb on them all of a sudden. If yeah, you... yeah, I'd say something like, hey, where's your aspiradora? Mm-hmm. Which means vacuum cleaner. Okay. Like if you heard, well, you're already on, on the way then. That's yeah, aspiradora is my favorite mm-hmm. Spanish word. But if you heard them, for example, say something like, this guy seems like a total jerk, you know, I I, I hate his, his, you know, fat face. Well, my, I mean, I jog a lot. I mean, I well, just, no, I mean, you know what I mean. Just like it's, it's like an expression. I'd say, I'd say back to them, mm-hmm. probably in English because I don't agree with them coming over here and speaking mm-hmm. that way. I'd say, hey, listen, I understood what you just said. Mm-hmm. I, by the way, uh, Large fries, diet Dr. Pepper, mm-hmm. and and stop running your mouth like that. I'm an American. Okay. Go back to Portugal. Well, that's something that is that's a that's a more attainable goal. I would say learning Spanish than maybe getting a kite to go up as high as a. Well, listen. I'll be the first to admit that the kite thing is is uh, that is uh, that's I mean that's going to be that's going to take a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But the Spanish thing I can do. Yes. Well, we're we're kind of in the home stretch here. 
Tom, thanks for uh, having me on and stuff. It's been no. Uh, well, thank you for coming down. It's it's very exciting to have you here. You do this every night. It's every Tuesday night. Oh, that's it. Yeah, just once a week. Why can't you do it like that? Are you not good enough for every night? Probably not, actually, huh. if I think about it. If I have to be completely honest, I, I actually might not be good enough. Huh. Well, you're not, well, I can see. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the best show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the, uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show on WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course, thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive. AP Mike, for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly. I want to thank Spoonie for coming up with the Best Show Gems logo. And again, if you want to listen to a full episode of the Best Show on WFMU, go to WFMU.org. There are archives up there covering the entire Decade plus of the best show on WFMU. They're all waiting up there for you to listen to at WFMU.org. And thank you for listening to this, and we hope to uh, have you hear us soon. I don't know if you're hearing it or not. I'm going to assume you are. So thank you so much, and uh, we will see you soon. Bye.